Greetings, listeners. Welcome to How the World Should Work, the podcast with a purpose, where we talk about things that actually matter. This is your host speaking, author, journalist, and otherwise aimlessly wandering millennial, Matt Schau. I'll be hosting alongside my good friend Johnny here. As many in my generation can probably relate to, and many who aren't, I spent several years after college trying to navigate the endlessly frustrating world of business to carve out what I was told was a successful life for myself. Six years in the insurance industry, followed by a year of owning a small business, made me feel like I was on a decent track, until August the 4th, 2015, when my world was turned upside down. That was the day I lost my mother and best friend, and suddenly every priority of mine completely shifted. I began to look at life from a totally different angle, and as a result, decided to drop everything and pursue writing, a dream my mother had pushed me towards my entire life, but one I was always too scared to chase. Fast forward two years, and I'm now a published author, a columnist at my local newspaper, an ever-growing blogger, and now we have a podcast, which brings me to the point at hand. Here you'll be listening to topics pulled from various themes and motifs from my main writing project, the Continuity Series. Although the primary purpose, as with any work of fiction, is to entertain, it also serves as a platform to express many of the thoughts and feelings we all seem to have with this crazy world we're living in. From deeper issues like social equality to lighter things such as modern dating, we'll be covering a wide array of things that we all seem to think about but don't seem to talk about very frequently. So with all that said, allow me to introduce our co-host, Mr. Gentleman Johnny Wiggins. My name is Jonathan Wiggins. I've decided to join this project because I truly believe in what it stands for. Our goal here isn't to use this as a soapbox so all you can just hear us talk. Instead, we hope that by talking about these issues, we can help create a better awareness of the things that affect our lives. By talking about these issues that we otherwise tend to ignore, I think we'll get a much better understanding of them, which can help us apply this newfound understanding to our lives in a meaningful way. All right, episode five, we are going to be talking about the current state of our society in general. We're probably going to stick mainly to America because I think it's most applicable to that. Uh, and the majority, obviously, of our listeners are American. Um, but we're going to be talking about the divisive culture that we currently deal with and exist in. Um, some of the mechanisms that we think that cause it, and then some of the things possibly that we could do to improve it and uh, look and move more towards a uh, unified society just in general. But uh, first, uh, just a couple housekeeping things. I wanted to mention a couple updates that we've got. Um, this is obviously a work in progress, so we've got a lot of moving parts, but um, we now have a mechanism for membership. Um, so we're going to open this, and this is for anybody um, in any level of interest that, that would like to either get updates. I mean, emails of updates like the podcast episodes and everything, but any way that, you know, we've uh, created a membership form, which is on our website. It's at, uh, on the top menu on the right. It's a... Uh, HowTheWorldShouldWork.com is our website, and uh, there's a membership form, uh, just basic info it asks for, and then, you know, obviously the email address and whatnot, and um, there's a tab that asks if you'd be interested in possibly volunteering once we set up uh, events and whatnot with uh, partnered organizations. So we're excited about that, um, a way to get everyone else involved. Uh, we are also now, our podcast is on YouTube, um, youtube.com slash howtheworldshouldwork. Um, we would love it if you subscribe, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, if you're listening on YouTube, definitely uh, like, comment, subscribe, everything, you know, would, would be wonderful. That would uh, really help us out. Um, and the last thing, we are looking at ways right now uh, to, besides the obvious uh, things like grants and whatnot we can apply for as a nonprofit, but we'd like to have some sort of way to fund, you know, as many sources of uh, funding as possible without, you know, coming out of pocket too much. But uh, so we're going to start offering apparel. Um, we're probably going to use teespring.com, but we right now are in the process of designing it. So we're going to open this up and we're going to, you know, post this on social media to everybody. If uh, you guys could, any of you creatives out there could come up with maybe one liners that would look good or, or sound good on a t-shirt. Um, 
you know, like, for example, we were toying around with it, and one we just threw around, threw out there was uh, time for change, uh, you know, hashtag how the world should work. Uh, so that's just kind of an example. So anybody that comes up with uh, something that we end up using, we're going to send a free uh, T-shirt to in the mail, you know, as a thank you for the participation in the, in the input. So, having said that, that's uh, all of the updates, at least for now, and um, I'd like to get into this. So I'm going to try to to direct this kind of in a, in a particular, to you know, to stay on point here. So ba the basic uh, kind of bullet points we're going to talk about here are, uh, are the following. What is the current status quo? Um, what is our life like today? You know, what kind of culture are we living in? I don't think many people would argue with the fact that we live in a very combative, divisive world. Um, you know, we've we've seen a lot of depressing headlines, uh, especially here lately. And um, so that's where, where are we at today. That's our first thing. And I want to uh, segue after that into how have we gotten there? Um, like what mechanisms contribute to that kind of culture? Um, you know, what things are causing it? Um, you know, racism, for example, um, religion, gender, you know, um, disconnect, you know, so a lot of different things. I mean, again, moving parts to this, um, and what's created such a, such a emphasis on those things, you know, and I think for, like, for example, the media has a lot to do with it, you know, so what, what kinds of things make all of like the racism, the gender, why do we consider, why is that such a priority and such a, uh, sensitive point that we all seem to fight about? Like, what's keeping us from really getting along? Um, and next, I want to talk about what's currently being done about this, if anything. Um, so we'll leave that open. But um, And then finally, we're going to end with what can we actually do? What else can be done if, it, if anything is being done, you know? Um, what else can, because it's clearly not enough, you know, because here we are all probably as divided as ever. Um, so as always, um, I'm, th the way that this applies to the continuity series, um, honestly, that's really what the whole series is about. Um, continuity, as the name implies, the, the ultimate storyline is, is, is the, the continuity of our species as humanity. Um, I know the, only the first book is out right now, but uh, it's going to be a series of three, and that's... <clears throat> without giving too much out and I don't even mind if, if the, that plot point if because I think that's pretty clear uh, you know based on the title uh, it's that's what it, the whole story is about is continuity and the majority of it focuses on that next cultural evolution of unifying um, it's basically the story is about us outgrowing this ridiculously antiquated uh, mentality we have of throwing sticks and stones at each other and moving forward and expanding and uh, essentially growing up um, as a species. So, as always, again, uh, I'm going to read, and in fact, um, there's a couple quotes, or a few quotes, actually, because I, 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 again, I googled the uh, quotes on unity, and there were so many good ones, I just, I had to include these, but, uh, so the first one uh, was Maddie Stepanek. It's, uh, unity is strength. When there is teamwork and collaboration, wonderful things can be achieved. <clears throat> I'm assuming this is an ancient Greek guy. Uh, Publius Cyrus. Uh, that's an awesome name. <laughs> we'll have to, uh, where there is unity, there is always victory. Uh, Manuel Cleaver. There is more power in unity than division. Uh, FDR. President Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, uh, the point in history at which we stand is full of promise and danger. The world will either move toward unity and widely shared prosperity, or it will move apart. And then the last uh, couple, Ralph Waldo Emerson, he's, uh, I'm a huge fan of his. He said, the reason why the world lacks unity and lies broken and in heaps is because man is disunited with himself. And then the last one, is by William Butler Yeats, and I really liked this one. Um, Talent perceives differences, genius unity. So let's get into the chat here. Um, so let's talk about the status quo. Let's talk about where we are today. Um, and we have with us again Chad Grindstaff. He joined us last week with our terrorism um, episode. Johnny's back today. He was in New York City last week, so let's welcome Johnny back. Hey, guys. 
Um, and then Will is here, and uh, Johnny's nephew, actually, Ryan, right? Yes. Yeah, Ryan is here as well. Um, so let's start. I'm going to start with our guest, Chad. Um, what is your take on today's, just in general, what, where are we at today in terms of division and, and unity as a human, as a, as a collective? It's pretty bad. <laughs> um, I think the typical response would be pretty accurate. I mean, politicians speak divisively, media speaks divisively, and uh, social media seems to incubate that whole thing, so it just kind of <laughs> gets worse and worse. Festers and, yeah. yeah. It's a, a good climate for divisive. Social media. Oh, man. The playground of all things decrepit and, and evil and wonderful and disgusting about humanity, right? The old internet warriors that can hide behind a keyboard and say whatever they want and never... Speaking of which, sorry, side note, Harvard, I read an article today, uh, uh, took away that they had, uh, you know, approved... Yeah, 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 they took, they had approved, you know, their applications and all that. Mm -hmm. So Harvard has this thing on their, I guess, Facebook or whatever, their social media, where they create for incoming freshmen a group where they can create special interests and, you know, whatever... And these geniuses um, decided to create groups like racist groups, um, mm. some like making light in the article that said of like pedophilia and making absurd comments publicly, you know, like their names are associated with it. And they kicked out 10 people. Mm -hmm. So let's applaud Harvard, you know, so good for them for standing up for something and setting a precedent there that, you know is really in line with how the world should actually work. So, um, good job, Harvard. Um, Chad, is there anything else you want to add about, about how you view today? I mean, I mean, I, obviously there's probably not much really needs to be said. I'm going to ask all of you, but, um, is there anything else you want to add about that? Any particular experiences maybe, um, that you've had with, uh, this kind of you know, I, I, I see the, the entertaining Facebook right. yeah. threads. That's that's a that's a learning experience all on its own. It mm -hmm. just kinda how to navigate it, if it's worth it, if it's not worth it. I believe in conversation, but sometimes it just goes into a place where it's you know Pointless. It, yeah, it just it, it stops being pointless and I can be I can be quite cynical as well. So <laughs> it's it's easy for me to go there and uh, kind of become become the troll that that I don't that I don't like so um I will it's good though I mean it, I really appreciate like the fact that you have enough conviction to where you actually get bothered about these things you know um I think that that is something like you care we mentioned this last week you know and I think that's something we need more of whether or not it's troll like or whatever you want to call it you know I don't think you should live under a bridge. I think you should live in a mansion, personally. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> but, uh, um, Ryan, do you want to add anything to that? Is there anything, maybe? Are you, you're, you're in high school, right? Yep. Okay. So, I'm sure we'll have some things with you later, you know, that come up. Johnny, what about you? What, do you, what about you? What do you think now, and have you had any personal experience with these kinds of things? Um, you know, I, I see kind of both sides. There is a lot of division, especially in today's uh, United States, but at the same time I see a lot of unity, uh, groups coming together to, to fight for a cause, mm -hmm. and uh, you see more and more of that every day. So there are two, um, two sides of everything, right? and uh, I've, I've kind of seen both, and uh, a lot in the media here lately. Um, of course you have people that are you know, hate groups and, and such, and then uh, then you have those other groups that actually stand uh, for something and that are fighting these uh, mm -hmm. fighting uh, those uh, other groups. So, yeah. So adversity, you're saying, basically brings out the best and the worst. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Have you had any personal experiences with these kinds of? And I, I, I hate to say this, but this is just me being perfectly candid. We're white males in America. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't we don't have to deal with a lot of the things that other demographics have to deal with. So I think we should definitely be mindful of that. Um, you know, I'm not saying 
you know, I, I, that situation is exploited sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. um, there is a, a limit to the pity, you know, card that people can play, but I do, you know, it is something that we just simply can't even comprehend that perspective a lot of times because we're, we simply aren't in it. Um, right. So it, it makes sense if, if you guys haven't really had, you know, much personal experience with it. But, uh, Will, what about you? Uh, same questions. Um, I think, honestly, it, it kind of adds on to what Johnny said, that it's it's definitely, there's a split. Um, I think, in in a way, we're, we're a lot more cohesive than we like to, to think we are. Cause, you think so? Well, I mean, it, like I said, it, it, it's a split, and it's going to sound weird how I explain it, but if you think about it, we're combative as hell. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. we're arguing about everything, we're at each other's throats about everything, but it's always in groups. It's no, it's never it's never just one person just going off the rails against you know. That's a unique there, way to look there, at it. There's always there's I mean it, there's two there's two sides to everything like you said so yeah no as as a whole we are we're always we're always fighting you know because the differing opinions are always going to be there but the fact that we do have the ability to stand together on the different opinions is, is kind of what helps us stay as a cohesive working unit sometimes. <laughs> that's a really like yeah. I, I mean it's it's a point it's you know a, definitely valid. a valid point yeah. it's just funny to think about it that way because it's like you're right it's like I want to fight but I want to fight with well, somebody and, but, like, and, and we definitely yeah. also we live in a world that kind of will pick a side you know kind of looks right. at it and says that's that true. like you and we're gonna yeah we'll, we're gonna that's part actually of the part you know we will talk about that and how it is kind of instinctual yeah as a competitive species you know that that we do that and mm -hmm. that's really the thing it's like the, the, ultimately, you know, we'll talk about it at the end, but uh, ultimately the only thing that we're going to be able to do, because that's never going to change the combat, there will always be a need for an enemy, I feel like. Yeah. I don't think that's ever going to... So it's like, how do we understand that characteristic in humanity and manipulate it to a point where we can, like, at least maximize the level of unity that we have, you know? But uh, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't, I'm not laughing at the. I'm just. It, it is funny. I was laughing at the. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> okay. Well, Johnny was. In like but, four days, and we're just right back. Yeah. Here. Welcome back awesome. to <laughs> Tennessee, Johnny. Thanks, we guys. missed you. Go back to New York. Speaking of the whole division. <laughs> speaking of divisiveness, um, Will and Johnny have that component here. It illustrates well in the in the, in the <laughs> dynamic here. You know. What? Don't. There's unity, you know, <laughs> collectively, but there's so that, that, that. No, I'm just kidding. Which, which goes to your point. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. You know? just, that's exactly right. And then I've got to play both sides, you know. Yeah. And it's like, i, I got to. You know, no, you have to, you have to pick one. I, yeah. I have to pick one. <laughs> According to the world, I do, I guess. Um, all right, so let's talk about the next thing. Uh, what mechanisms. Why. Okay, so why is it like that? You know, how. How have we gotten to this point? What what components contribute to that that status quo? Um, and I'm just going to start out, you know, to get the ball rolling on it. Just if you, if it helps, um, the points I had I had put written down, um, kind of the the main ones. I think um, race is obviously a big one. That's that's been since the dawn of time. You know, racism has always existed in our species. Politics. A very clear one. I mean, very obvious. You know, you've got... There's always one side or the other. It's the right versus the left. The Republicans versus the Democrats. You know, the and then the Libertarians trying to be like, hey, yeah, chill out, whatever. But, um, you know, and then you've got obviously got the stances on specifics when it comes to politics. You've got, you know, how what people think about this Muslim ban. You've got Middle Eastern intervention. You've got gay rights, uh, religious right. you've got all these moving parts to this big, you know, and then uh, religion is a big, an, another big one. Mm. Um, you know, this whole Islamophobia thing going on, is it justified, is it not, is it judgmental, like, there's some, it's a very complex, this whole thing is a very complicated thing, and this is really the overarching, I think, this is really the main, probably, topic in, in our entire discussions that, you know, the majority of our talks even boil down to, so... Chad, what do you think? What do you, what do you, if you want to elaborate on those points or add more, what do you think? How have we gotten to this point? I think, I mean, if you look into the past, there's plenty of injustices that have been done to all kinds of different groups of people, some worse than others, <clears throat> uh, some more clear cut worse than others. And uh, to me, just as some, I mean, summing it up, it, it's, uh, it's injustices uh, and and the people trying to cope with that. Uh, cope uh, in terms of right 
right wrongs of history and it's there's there's methods of ways to do that but as i see it it's a it's the idea of collectivism kind of growing and growing and that and so that reinforces a very tribal uh tribalism right yeah and so because the rhetoric becomes more intense and um i think kind of retaliatory it's uh yeah I which think... causes the whole pro you know that widens the gap it's like if you're oppressing people they want to respond in kind and it just there's uh, no there like it's nobody's ever like hey time out chill let's get along it's always one side or the other right yeah, which I think the the conversation is is good to have, but I, you know, I'm a I'm a conservative, which basically means my political stance is all damage control, is okay. like viewing human nature. I see human nature as a certain kind of thing, and so it's it's instead of forcing people to do something, it's it's more about like what all can I not do to kind of keep things afloat so mm -hmm. it's 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 an individual kind of stance and i see really collectivism is kind of to me it's uh it doesn't help itself it i, I feel like it seeks out to unify but ends up really tearing people apart okay I, I, that's I a unique the factions mm -hmm. become a lot more rigid yeah um so okay let me just so i can wrap my head around that because that's actually a valid point. Um, so you're saying the very fact, the fundamental, uh, you know, fact that people have differences of opinions mean that they probably are better off apart rather than clashing if you're trying to force them to come together. Is that kind of what you're saying? As much as possible. Like, my biggest, like, as a, like, as a conservative, I want to keep power, like, I want to keep government power mm -hmm. down to a minimal. My 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 big um, uh, olive olive branch to a, a more collectivist type of a thinker is states' rights. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. like if you'll take what you want to do uh, on the federal level and chill it out a little bit, yeah. even if I don't like it, try it out at a, at a smaller level and 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 experiment a little bit. You know, there's a there's a hip hop song, right? And I believe the the lyrics of Wise Man it said, "You do you, I'ma do me," right? Who was that? Yeah. Wise words, isn't it? You know, is that kind of what you're saying? Like, yeah, you know, pretty much. Yeah. I agree. I, I like the idea of, of locally centralized, you know, governments. We mentioned that I we think did. in one of ours, you know, tribal yeah. is, you know, almost like that. You know. But you're right. I mean, that would allow. That would allow. I, I disagree I as well with the federal and, and high level <laughs> oversight and and the that dictating. You know. I mean, dictators, you know, it's kind of what it is. They're dictating, you know, the way that, that you should live, and I agree. Um, who's to say that they're the authority? You know, right. people should be able to decide that on their own. So, um, what do you think, Johnny? What do you think? How, how have we gotten so combative? How have we gotten so aggressively uh, divided? Yeah, I mean, it depends on wh what it is that we're talking about. But, I mean, you look at, like, race. Like, no one is born being a racist. So there's at some point in their growing up and uh, the teachings of, of their parents that or the influence of their friends or whatnot that their mind kind of gets the, you know, it changes and instead of like, oh, they're, you know, they're human, now it's, oh, well, now I'm judging them based on their skin color, or, you know, their religion, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think it has a lot to do with uh, just education and, and what uh, they, uh, you know, absorb. The environment um, they're raised yep. in. Nature versus nurture, you know, yeah, it's yeah, the nurturing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's I think exactly that has a lot right. to do with it. Yeah, that's a good point. So you think and people should inherently, or are inherently good, it's just a product, we're a product of our environment. Pretty much. Which somehow, <clears throat> excuse me, which somehow has developed bad, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good point. Well, what about what about you? Um, well... Johnny, basically, I, I was I was gonna say I, I brought that on to us. I was gonna say, yeah, you know, I think at this point, um, what's brought us to where we are now is 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 our history. Is the fact that throughout human history, we've we've had points of mass just extreme racism. Like you know, you've got the Holocaust, the Jews in Rome and Egypt, and you've got. Jews pop up a lot. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Sakari. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, the OTs, man. We mentioned that last week. Uh, but, uh, 
It's like you, you, you've you've got, and then you've got the civil rights movement, and you've got you know the the history of slaves throughout the world. Yeah. I mean, racism has been there, and racism has been a big historical thought. And like you said, when you brought up with it, when you brought up to hate somebody who's gay or hate somebody who's black or Asian or hate somebody, yeah, I see it. Or uh, when when you're brought up to to not like these things or not approve of them, yeah, you're gonna kind of stick with the the mindset that well. If this is what all my peers think, then yeah, this is probably... It's difficult to break that mold, yeah. It is. But I think in today's world, I feel like we are connected enough that that kind of upbringing Mm -hmm. should kind of... I mean, it should... I think just the the, the collective mindset outside of a a family should be able to override that. Because I feel feel like on a human level, you're intelligent enough to understand that maybe they're not right, but the mass of people outside is. It's like with last week when we were talking about right and wrong. Yeah, no. Well, and that that was actually my add-on was the fact that social media makes Mm -hmm. it, I mean, just that much worse. Because, I mean, you think about it, the it second, the second, the really second one person's got something to say, if the right person likes it enough, it explodes into a firestorm of whatever, it, good or bad, it yeah. could be either way. No, you're right, but, you're right. Yeah. For um, the intent, you know, it's ironic, because it was intended to, for Zuckerberg, you know, for, well, obviously yeah. Facebook's the, you yeah. know, the primary player here. Oh, and Twitter. Twitter. But, like, <laughs> that, that is precisely the opposite of what he intended. Yeah, no. And it has made such a great impact on the world, and such a terrible terrible impact it's made people so cynical really and uh sometimes you gotta wonder what you know what i mean it's probably caused divorces to be honest and like you know oh, it's yeah, like you know that you know because uh yeah it's just absurd but um i i, I want to rewind for a second there and mention and go back to and this is a slightly off topic here but um something i think uh, everybody should f- watch it's a movie you mentioned the um holocaust yeah there was a movie i saw recently called conspiracy and all it is... Have you guys heard of the Wansi Conference? So that that was the... This version of the Nazis, right? Oh. That someone... Whoever the Nazi was that was like, this is the way it should work. Um, okay, gotcha. Did this thing. They didn't have a podcast, obviously, but they kept it behind closed doors. But it was it's the movie... All it is is the Wansi Conference, which um, they wouldn't even know about if it weren't for one small document that was the minutes. And it was like... 15, I think, of the highest level, like the SS guys, all of the branches, you know, the government, not, you know, and um, they got together and discussed the Jewish problem, the, sl- the, the final solution, quote, that we're all familiar with. That's the, 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 the conference that it gave its birth. Hmm. And uh, it is the most fascinating, horrifying discussion you know, and the, it's brilliant acting, um, and it, it is these guys hanging out, drinking, smoking, you know, being bros, hanging out, whilst talking about literally killing ten million people. I just like I, it's nothing, like they're, they're like they're vermin, um, and that's kind of what we're up against with uh, a lot of you know what what is going on in the world and how it's controlled. I just want to. Last week you compare us to. ISIS saying this is probably how ISIS started, and this week we're a Nazi group. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying you know that. No, my point is that uh, we need to be mindful no, of that. No, to, you know no, when we. That's, that's it's point. important because that's my point is the fact that's that the world happens. is literally controlled by people who do this and talk about that. This, yeah. So the mm-hmm. what the world really needs is people who do this and talk about this. Right. Yeah. They talk about how to be fair, and they scheme, if you want to call it that, and plot or whatever, and on how to con- dominate the world in a good way, you know? Like, we need a group that, that's trying to make things fair, you know? Right, yeah. Um, because it is. I mean, it's it, it's a movie, but that happened. Yeah. yeah well, you take a take into consideration, of, like, Nixon, for instance. Like, yeah. The whole, he's, so we kind of started the war on drugs, mm-hmm. and his biggest um, opponent... For his uh, his the race was uh, uh, African Americans and uh, M- Mexican uh, people, and they they were trying to figure out a way that they could, because that was their biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Try a way to um, I, um, I guess uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stamp it out. Uh, yeah, stamp it out. So they uh, made the war on drugs because yeah. African Americans uh, back then huge on marijuana. Right. And same uh, with uh, the Latino people. So 
um, that's what they did. They started uh, putting these people in jail and reducing the And look at the incarceration and, things we talked about yeah. in that uh, institutional episode. Mm-hmm. Like you're right. You're exactly right. Well, and it's ironic because all these politicians and rich guys are doing hard drugs that are like... Yeah, you know, and what are, they, uh, what are the what are the are the you know the penalties for that? Mm-hmm. You know, and that you're that's uh, exactly right. That is precisely an illustration of what is wrong with the world, um, and it's it's sad. I mean, and it's a big problem, man. It's it's uh, extremely uh, daunting when you look at it that way. You know, it's like what we're up really up against. Um, we need some some team players that really give a. Stay you know, th- that care enough to be able to go up against that and, uh, you know, fight fire with fire, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, anything else on that that you guys want to add on, on how we've gotten to this point? I think we've covered the majority yeah. of the big players, you know, race. What about it? Uh, do you think, uh, Chad, what about, do you think religion plays a big component of this? <laughs> Laziness in it, probably. In turn, what do you mean? Um, well, like, even... Just in a philosophical sense, I feel that <clears throat> what we talked about last week, even in in Western culture, it can, while it great in providing liberty, liberty kind of can expose the um, more apathetic nature and people or laziness. And so over time, you know, it's like, uh, for instance, like I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up with some kind of, kind of under certain beliefs, and then. You know, and you know, mommy and daddy are great, and then, but then, you know, I grow up and I go off to school, and I and I learn all these different kinds of things, and it's like, and then I kind of, like, okay, well, what do I do with all these kind of conflicting ideas? You know, and why am I so? Why why was I born into the right situation? Why this? Why that? And kind of go through this uh, whole like crisis of identity <laughs> and and kind of guilt. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, Emotional and, overload. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of the way. Uh, people deal with guilt is you'll watch somebody if they grow up in a really extreme situation uh a lot of times they will jump ship and and swim all the way to the other ship that's on the uh, complete opposite end of the spectrum mm-hmm. and so and and kind of like it's it's really like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. so like there's a whole there's that's really lazy thinking in in my opinion yeah it's like it's like yeah. okay instead of just throwing away everything that my parents felt like was good for me why don't i just here set this aside real quick um, observe some things for myself and kind of intake and really hash out some ideas and that's why I think conversations like this are so good is because then you get to really kind of expose ideas and 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 put them in the ring and see see what comes out is is a is a good idea you know so, moving forward and uh, and what's happened is is a lot of a lot in in Christianity and in politics, like conservatives have no idea for the most part why they're conservative, mm-hmm. and uh, they can't explain it except for a couple That's of small things. So and, and you'll see conservatives backing things that aren't even conservative, and it's a very frustrating thing as a conservative. And but that that apply. I will say this just in terms of you know fairness. That, that applies. That's not even a conservative. That's a human thing. Like sure. People are, like Johnny was saying, yeah. it's, it's like, and, and like your, uh, Will, your brother Michael was saying last week, it's structure. It's something, it's it's what you've yeah. just learned. I mean, this is the way I've, I've, this is what I've known, you know. I don't know why I think this. I just know that everyone else thinks it, and that's what I think now, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a good point. But, I mean, and you understand it in the, in the context of conservatism, because that's what you are. But right. that does apply, sure. you know, to... Um, Everyone, you know. Yeah. But that, I, I really, I love the point that you yeah, just made. I like the. You know, it's like what do I generation to generation? It kind of like if you don't think for yourself, you know. In other words, like uh, Peter Jordan Peterson, who I've, mm-hmm. I've I've watched his stuff to death, but or read him, but he always talks about Pinocchio. Like if you don't become a real boy, you know, if you don't have <laughs> your own original thought, yeah, then yeah, essentially you're just just a puppet with no ideas and. A, it's good. Puppets bring puppets. Good. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know ultimately the the, the immediate effect that you know I think the, the very long term goal, and I'm just going to be perfectly honest here, if everything were to work out, and this could be 20 years, 40 years, 60 years, I don't care, but the only thing that's really going to change the world is a shift in the way that we view it. 
and a mm-hmm. shift in the way that we perceive each other in our own opinions and predispositions. And that's got a big part about what, what Chad just said. And that's going to require the population to have that critical thinking ability. So we're going to have to try and make an effort to instill that in people and, and, and provide them with different viewpoints and the purposes behind these viewpoints so people can do what you just said and consider and take the good from this part with the good of this part. And, you know, what does he say in Happy Gilmore? Harness the good, block out the bad, you know, um, and do that. You know, that would be the... Again, I love the point you just made when you just said because I, I we've all felt like that. I think like what do I do with this? It's like, absolutely. It's like you know sensory overload with all of these different things. You're and I experienced that when I went to college. That was my main point. It's like I grew up in you know very at the point at the time pretty rural. I mean you know it was Mount Juliet. You were, you know mm-hmm. and uh, you know we had a very rigid culture there. I mean and then when I went to Vanderbilt, you know I was introduced to all these people from the north and from California like. Mm-hmm. So many different viewpoints, and like I was like, dang, things really don't work the way I thought they did, you know, because I'd grown up in this little town in Tennessee. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, soul search in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, anything else you guys uh, want to add on that? I was wanting to say that. Yeah. You said, like, religion, that's a big thing it is, because me personally, I've seen where I have friends that have become different religions during school, and the backlash that they get personally just from everyone else is yeah. extreme. Yeah. And that's sad, I think. It's sad that when, like, for, I think family is probably the easiest way to describe that situation. Like, when you when you grow up and, you know, fly the coop and that happens, for example, you change religion, let's say that. Mm-hmm. And your family, like, shuns you for it. Mm-hmm. You know? that's that's That violates the purpose of family. You know? The purpose of family isn't to dictate and control; it's to support and and love and and to promote, mm-hmm. so you know, self discovery, and um, that is again I, that's a human problem. You know, people. Oh yeah. I don't know why, but we for some reason just have we don't like it when people disagree with us, and I mm-hmm. think we need to change that. That has to change. It has to change. You know, um, at least accepting. I don't yeah. think we're ever yeah. gonna like it. Yeah, no. You know, but <laughs> but but appreciate that, that they're in right. an individual person. Right. Like, what if I thought the same thing of you, mom or dad, like or brother? We gotta find a middle ground somewhere and just agree to disagree sure. at some point. We have you know? to get over ourselves. Yeah. Right. That's right. what it is. We have to get over our own lack of of perspective mm-hmm. for uh, the you know appreciating other people's points of view. Um, all right, so let's go into. All of these things we just talked about, right? They they create division. Now, what I want to talk about is why. Why do we care, for example, what color somebody's skin is? Why do we care what you... And that kind of you know goes along the same point that we were just talking about. Why do we care what religion you are? Why do we care so much about these things when they violate my point of view? Who cares? Why? why? What do you think causes that? And I can start out with some bullet points if you want me to. to um, you know, I, my main one, and I capitalized every single letter, was the media. Okay. The media, to yeah. me, directs, sadly, so much of our mm. thoughts. You know, it's literally mind control, yeah. for, for lack of a better term. Um, and then I also put, you know, corrupt world leaders who promote these division, this, this divisive, who, who benefit from the chaos, you know? Of course they want a problem between the, the, the peons because that lets them pull the strings behind the scenes and no one's paying attention. You know, that sounds like a conspiracy theorist, but I don't yeah. care. That's, that's, that's how the world is actually sense. functioning. Um, and then uh, I think a lot of it's human nature. Again, we're competitive species and we prefer to, you know, what be you validated with our points of view and we don't like when people challenge us. So, Chad, what, can you uh, take it from there? Well, to qualify this... What I'm about to say, I do want to say, like in America specifically, racism took a like really sadistic turn with it with in America. With, you mean with with black people specifically? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, and and there's been other things that's happened, of course, race, but in America that's terrible concerning race. But yeah, um, that really specifically really took a dark turn with with the justification used like with Christianity. However, no pun, I, no pun intended. I had to say that. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> um, I think we'll cut that part out, but I couldn't. No, no, I yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. I said we, we've taken a dark turn. Is okay. what I did? Is something I said? Did that make it turn? No, 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 no. I don't no, no. remember even what brought that up. No, because we. It was the the the, 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 the black guy. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, he was uh, trying to. Yeah. 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 So. Oh yeah. Anyway, continue. I actually tend to think that people aren't good by nature. I really? Don't, I don't think. Uh, I don't think that we're born with this like. Wired with goodness. the core of who we are is is like good. I think there's a battle there for sure, but I. I, I think in the West, and, and we really do take for granted the where where we came from in a sense of of the morality laid out like uh, and uh, I, I like I do think like I would I would think that people are probably more inclined to be racist just yeah. Yeah. at a at a very uh, evolutionary kind of. Uh, tribalist kind of I agree. core part of who we are and it, it's it's like a part of us that has to be overcome or taught kind of like like learning to uh share when you're a mm-hmm. kid and it's just stuff like that there's like things that you have to deal with in little kids i think that are not good and that have to be you have to you have they have to be overcome as a bad part of our nature yeah. And, and, uh, I agree with that completely, actually. Uh, as idealistic as I try to be, like that Carson, I'm, you know, I, t- I explain his, I like to think of things that way and from an idealistic point of view, but at yeah. the end of the day, I mean, we, we're, we're animals. I mean, we are. We are animals. And what do you see in the animal kingdom? So you're right. Like Johnny was saying, people do what they're taught. So we need to create that culture. We need to create a culture where it's normal and good and cool to be good. You know, right. we need to create a culture where it's not you're not rewarded for being a jerk. Right. You know, I, like I believe totally in publicly shaming. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I agree with that. I think that's a that's a great tool. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be able to talk about some ways that we could do that, but uh, for for the sake of brevity in the conversation, yeah. those words will eat me someday. Yeah. Oh no, not at all. Uh, One of these days, we'll have the Chad Grindstaff Award for. I know, you know, oh for being an ass or whatever you want to say, or, but um, so what else? Uh, okay, ignorance, so honestly, hmm? ignorance, honestly, because some people they just don't want to learn about other stuff and they don't want to learn about other people. So willful in ignorance, though. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult. Yeah. So you're saying like you, people don't even want to get along, basically. Yeah, like some people, they just don't want to learn other people's opinions because they just don't want it to conflict with themselves personally. Eternally. That's a very good point. Right now, we've got two uh, candidates for MVC, the most valuable comment of the evening. Um, Chad's whole juggling with all the overload of a uh, perspective, and then that. I think that's a really good point because because that is a human problem. Again, it's ego. Mm-hmm. Again, the most of our problems come from our egos yeah. and our our no. Who likes to be wrong? Right. You know. So yeah, fundamentally, we don't want to hear other points of view because yeah. there's a danger that we're going to be wrong. I think the, the best way to look at, a, look at a problem is to take yourself out of the situation and be able to put yourself into their shoes too. Yeah. You know, look at it from their side as well as your side and keep both of those um, in consideration and then f- from there you can see the answer a lot more clearly. How, but on it, you know, honestly, it's funny because we had a similar discussion last yeah. night. On a personal level, we you know based on an experience when we went out, but I'm not gonna broadcast that for the world to hear. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, it had you know when you're in a situation and you have a friend, for example, that sees it from the third person outside looking in. You know how easy is it for that same friend to act the same way when it's happening to him? You know because it's so hard to do that. You know, because there's so many other things. You've got emotion. You've got, right. you've got, you know. But logically, if you look at it, it all makes sense. If this, but, but again, we're human. At the end of the day, so you're right. That's what we should be doing. That's how the world should work. But that's really difficult. Perspective, and I'm really glad you said that because that's actually the title of the poem at the very end that I'm gonna read. <laughs> it's called perspective because that's what this all boils down to is perspective. You know. We view things from our own. So how do we do it from the other guys? 
But, uh, well, I think part of it, again, I mean, we've said this a lot, so I'm not saying anything new here, would be coming down to we we are being impressed upon by by former generations and the people that are, are raising us to to think, yes, this matters. This needs to be a hot-button topic. This is something we yeah. need to bring up on a daily basis and blare across banners and tickets on the bottom and use, you know... From the um, top of a mountain. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. Light the signal fires, you know. Um, Light the fire of Gondor. Uh, but... Tolkien, another great writer. Yeah. Shout out. Um... You know, to be, let me, I'm going to go in the reverse, just to, because you're right, I think it's not fair to, to end with Will, because he's right, he's, he's got, you know, he's got that regurgitating, yeah. uh, so, um, we'll start with you next. Okay, that works. But continue. Um, I don't really, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I can't think of anything else to yeah. say, to be honest. I mean, that, that's probably the biggest yeah. point, really, I mean, it's what we're taught, it's what we know, <clears throat> so we ultimately could grow up caring about crap that really shouldn't matter, Yeah. you know, but, um, it always has. So it still does. So let's... That's a great time. A good point to... Introduce our sponsor... No, I'm just kidding. Kofifi. Um, you weren't here for that. Nah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about Kofifi. You yeah. the Kofifi you heard oh, about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's a good time to, be, to go into our next point, which is... So we've discussed the problem. We've discussed why the problem exists. So now let's discuss what is being done currently about this problem. And I want to talk about the groups, Johnny, you mentioned earlier, the special interest groups, the, right. the advocacy groups, and then the combative group, you know. I want to discuss that because there are some really important points that we need to touch on. But what is being done about it currently? This whole divisive culture, you know. Um, and again, since I've been doing it before, I'll start out with just the, the bullet points. Um, there's a lot of complaining um, I would say the majority of what's being done is the complaining. I mean, you know, you see people whining and, and crying on Facebook, you know, and whatever you want to do, um, but they're not really doing anything about it, you know, outside of put, putting up a Facebook status that, you know, just exacerbates their point of view um, or emphasizes their point of view. Um, outside of that, I mean... There's the groups. I mean, there, you do you've seen the rise of special interest groups, the adv advocacy groups, um, and we'll talk about if that's a good or a bad thing and why. But um, Will, what do you think? What right now, in your opinion, is being done? I don't. Other than I mean, okay, one thing that is being done is our celebrities are all getting up in a fuss about everything. So in a good way or a bad way? I, I think well, most of them are getting up in a good way. Um, I was like, well, what's an example? Off the top of my head, I, can't, I see there, you grab me with it. I, I don't Honestly, because I, yeah. I, I think celebrities don't do the right thing, mostly, in my opinion. I think I, every time I see something about a celebrity, they're standing up for somebody. They're they're on the stage at the the gay rights conventions, and they're they're you know trying to get their voices out there because they're they're the face that'll be li they're the voice to be listened to because they're you know big and famous. I can't think of one. Though. I see I see it a lot. Uh, um, it's usually the same group of people like, but, like uh, who? it's singers a lot. Pink, uh, that Ellen Page girl. Um, Ellen, oh, I like her. Uh, and there are a few others. They're always showing up at places like that. Ellen DeGeneres is a Ellen good one. Ellen DeGeneres you know? is a good one. Yeah, but uh, they, I don't know Hollywood, and they've really kind of stuck to a. a trying to not be hateful kind of agenda. I don't know. I, they, they, not that they're doing anything about it. I just... I, I haven't seen anything out of Hollywood that's that's hateful or scandalous towards people. They're always trying to be peaceful and loving, and they're always on some sort of Snapchat something, and they're got their... their I think they're good marketers. They're I good mean, marketers. I think, I think yeah. they, they're good at knowing what people want to hear, but I also think they're excellent at being materialistic and standing in their private lives for absolutely nothing that they're broadcasting. We, yeah, that's they're Hollywood. And that, yeah. Well, that's my point. Yeah. And that's not what we should be promoting, fake, you know, manipulative or manipulative <laughs> rhetoric, I think. Um, I think the sentiment is it kind of exists there, but... You know, like Matt Damon, Matt Damon has a water. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher's a perfect example. He's a good one. He's a good one. They, yeah. they, He's a good one. And there are others out there that are like yeah. him. There are, there are a handful uh, of really, really and good ones. They're the ones that'll that are getting stuff done because they they've got the money to back it. And, right. You know. Right. Push all this stuff through. Um, in the civilian life, though, just your normal run of the day citizen who doesn't really who Joe Schmo doesn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. Not much is happening. Other, than, I mean. 
once again, every day you see a picket sign on your on your Facebook feed. So there's right. that stuff's going on left and right, but that's not going to do much for it in the end other than just raise a row. Yeah. So, and, and the question has to be raised of what can, if you don't have the means of a platform like those celebrities, ultimately, what can be done? And at the same time, do their private lives even matter? I mean, if they're promoting the proper image or not. Like Kanye West is such a great... No, I'm just kidding. Um, right. What a role model right there. You know, but I don't know. Like, I would say on your point of celebrities that it's there's almost a culture in America now where it's like the world against Hollywood. Like, everyone, for the most part... Like, have you seen the, 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 the commercials that, like... Like, during... The biggest, probably, way to... Easiest way to illustrate this is the campaign. How they mostly stood for Hillary and, like... How resentful the majority of the public was that even a lot of the people that were supporting Hillary... Nobody liked the fact that there was such, like, a condescending approach to it. Like, you need to listen to us because we're Hollywood. You know, like, our... They... There's a big feeling from based on you know a lot of the things that I've read at least and that I've spent you know conversations, people feel like they have that mentality, a holier than thou mentality, um, and I think and I think they they're becoming aware of it so they're kind of you know changing that, but um, I think that is definitely a there's a huge disconnect you know because they live in a totally different world they they just really. It's impossible for them to comprehend what the majority of people go through, you know. Um, but I, I agree. There are a handful of, like, super, really genuinely good people, you know. I would say Ellen DeGeneres, um, Emma Watson, which one day I'm going to try harder than anything to marry. Um, she's like an ambassador to the UN for women, women's rights. So, um, Was there anything else you wanted to add on that? That's really all I had. Okay. Well, Johnny, what about you? What do you think is being done? Yeah, I'm sure there are all kinds of things that people are doing to to combat um, this divisiveness. But one thing that I, I've seen is uh, it's a lot more common, and you see it a lot more in today's times, where someone will call out someone for being racist or... or um, Shaming. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, public shaming. Yeah, you see like those videos all the time that pop up, and... Yeah, I watched one yesterday where a guy uh, was chanting uh, racist slurs at a coffee shop. And um, uh, the cops came up and arrested the guy on the spot right yeah. there. And then you have a whole crowd cheering yeah. because they, they did arrest him. The Wicked Witch is Dead kind of thing. Yeah, you know? so like Harvard. Them, like, you know, so Harvard did it. Yeah. yeah so I, think, I think it's headed in the right direction. And it's good because you, you didn't used to see that a lot. And yeah. I started to see it more and more. Yeah, so, you're right. That's one thing, anyway. Is there anything else you think? What do you think? Const- I, I think a lot of that, you know, honestly, has to do with the internet. And I oh, always, yeah. I always mention that the the fact that the internet has given us the ability to to expose ourselves to so many points of view. It's almost like society is very slowly beginning to work itself out. Like mm-hmm. I said in, in a couple episodes, the Panama Papers, for example, WikiLeaks, all these groups that are like advocating the right thing and trying to live the right way and the internet has given them a platform and the means to actually get it done right. and, and get the message out you know because it's it's not a, it's not controlled anymore by a, a couple or huge you know organizations so that's a good point I, I totally agree with that Chad or Ryan and Chad uh, either one of you guys want to elaborate honestly if you think about it there was not really a true right and wrong except for like now because majority opinion yeah but if you think about it though there's very few natural rights and wrongs because most of it that's natural is just provided by like nature like murder like killing another thing mm. not really seeing us right with anything yeah so now you're saying with the ability to maybe communicate we've got developed a better idea of right and wrong it kind sort of, weird? of but also it's made it where most of it's got twisted as well yeah. Because more people that have, could say, lesser of a group, but more negative, like an ideal, have got higher up and it can spread. And yeah, that's a good point. That's actually, yeah, that's a perfect point uh, to go into the group, to talk about groups, which we'll get. I want to give Chad a chance to first to, I mean, anything you want to add about what's being done currently? <clears throat> um, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough question. It's t- I, For me, it's tough to say what's, what's, uh, a good direction to go. I will say, while I like the exchange of ideas on a, 
you know, on any sort of level, whether mm-hmm. it's personal, public, or if if the you know if two people can come together for the right, right, you know, heart and mind to share some thoughts, then it's that it, that's I I promote that, <clears throat> but um, Mark Duplass, I think that's how you say his name. The you'd recognize him if you saw him. Mm-hmm. He's a um, kind of a Judd Apatowish kind of a guy, um, but uh, he's. He's like he's a news doing... guy, or what is he? Um, no, he's an actor. Okay. He. Um, he's. I've been listening to him. He's shown up on some uh, news outlets that I listen to, which tend to be more conservative. And that's actually one one thing I was going to say is is the promotion of like Facebook and Twitter. All these kind of things can really kind of. Sp- spin you in on yourself and they can start feeding you information because mm-hmm. uh, they know like our big five personality traits by just by things we Johnny like in places we go yeah. Yeah. and um, and so we end up consuming the same opinion yeah. so like uh, it, it really takes a considerate effort to do that and and yeah it's uh, from the league mm-hmm. yes yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. it he looks like the guy from the office kind of too yeah. yeah in fact that's not his brother is it I don't know um, he, has a, he has a brother in, in Hollywood he too. that guy He's talking about Jim. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did he look like him? Yeah. yeah. But uh, looks like he, a nice dude. Look at that smile. Yeah, he's he's, he's nice like the nicest guy ever. He, yeah, you can he tell. He like went on some super hardcore rant on Twitter after Trump won, and then kind of like came to and was like, okay, all right, I'm not going to just sit here and Amber Alert. Um, I got that too. Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, He's been reaching out to people and really focusing on what it is that he has in common. And like he's actually he's been reaching out to people like Steven Crowder and Glenn Beck. And he's he's a really liberal person, but mm-hmm. he's been reaching out and like he went to he ended up going uh, to uh, I don't know where it was like Haiti or Africa. I'm not sure. Anyways, doing some sort of thing where he basically he's like, you know, we could talk about abortion and beat each other's throats all day, all right? And he's like, we know that. Okay, we know that. Let's let's step by that and let's work together on something. And so that's kind of really where his focus is. Good for him. In on yeah, it's 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 really it's really refreshing because he um, it's very you can you can see him trying to fight it too if you if if yeah yeah <laughs> and, 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 which is natural yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're right though it's funny because it's so easy to beat a dead horse and mm-hmm. at oh, a yeah. certain point you just got to agree to disagree and that's such a hard thing to do yeah. You know, you people have because such I'm a right. need, right? Exactly, right. <laughs> people have such a need, and again, it's ego. You have such a need to convince them and win, and like just be right, you know. And the other person, what we have a difficult time absorbing is the other person's thinking the exact same thing.
Okay, so before um, before we move on about you know what we can do, we're going to talk about some of the groups and whatnot, and whether you know what what they're doing, uh, whether it's good or bad. But um, we're going to end it here for segment one. Um, you know, because we're probably going to post a two hour long or ish. Uh, uploads. So to, this is going to conclude the uh, first segment. Thank you again for joining. And um, again, check out the website, howtheworldshouldwork.com. Uh, fill out a membership form and uh, get involved.